Welcome to the Empower From Within podcast presented to you by Trezal House. I'm your host, Jessica West, founder, author, speaker, and coach. Every week on the show, I share an inspiring interview with an incredible entrepreneur, author, healer, or change maker to tell their empowering story. At the end of each episode, I highlight the key self-empowerment takeaways to help you discover the limitless power you have within yourself to reach for your greatest desires and create the life that's truly worth living on your terms. I'm so happy to have you here with me today and together, let's go within. Hello and welcome back to the Empower From Within podcast. I hope you're having an amazing morning, day, evening, whenever you're tuning in, I hope you're doing great and I'm so happy to have you here. Today I'm speaking with Tracy Pleshcourt. She's a solutions coach, the founder of Self Made You and the host of Secrets of the Self Made podcast. Just a few years ago, she was a successful advertising executive. However, she felt stifled by the rigorous and time-consuming demands of the corporate world. And so she traded her 20 years of advertising to pursue her real passion, which is personal and professional coaching. She created a unique operating system that she now teaches to others to help them manage their mind and eliminate any obstacles, including overeating, over-drinking, time management, career and relationship changes, and professional development. We're going to talk about this control operating system today and so much more, including how you can begin self-coaching yourself to create the life that you truly want. Without any further ado, please welcome Tracy Pleshcourt. Hi, Tracy, and welcome to the Empower From Within podcast. I'm so happy to have you here, and I'm excited to dive into everything that we're going to talk about today. How are you doing for starters? Awesome. I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for having me. This is kind of uh, the kickoff to a whole new life for me. My daughter just graduated from college on Saturday and she is becoming my business partner. So it's, I literally laid in bed this morning going, wow, we are like charting, you know, new territory starting right now. So it's super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. That is really exciting. I'm excited to see, you know, where, where you're, this is going to take your business. It's so oh, many you know, opportunities. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, so let's talk about your business. Now you have a operating system that you share and that you teach people and help your clients really overcome obstacles in their life. And so I'm wondering, can you share that with us? And also tell us how you stumbled across this and how did your life, you know, bring you to this point? Yeah. So um, I have been operating self-made you for since the beginning of 2020. So right at, in the heart of the pandemic, um, I had been prior to that, I was coaching women who wanted to start purpose-driven businesses. So I was coaching, but in a different capacity. And what ended up happening is as I was marketing that business, um, I had a lot of branding, a lot of social media going, and people were basically witnessing transformations in me, specifically weight loss. Um, they were seeing that you know happen in front of their very eyes. And I started having more and more people wanting to be coached on health and wellness. And um, alongside of starting businesses, but I started to really see that need emerge. And um, 
the operating system that I teach and coach people on is applicable to anything. So I started thinking about this. I'm like, you know, I can develop different programs that apply this operating system so that people really feel like they have their hand being held no matter what challenge it is that they want to overcome or what goal it is that they want to achieve. So it started off helping women achieve the goal of you know, entrepreneurship and really starting purpose-driven businesses from the ground up. And now it has evolved into helping people heal relationships, helping leaders really manage teams, um, helping people live their best life from a metabolic standpoint, health and wellness standpoint. So, and, and actually in 2023, it's evolved into helping other people become coaches and really teaching this system, um, taking it really out into the world and you know, introducing it to their audiences. I get more and more people saying, you know, I want to do what you're doing. And so I created a program to teach people how to teach and then how to coach. And so it's just, it's constantly evolving. It's constantly a, an exercise in listening to what it is that your audience needs um, and bringing that forward. And it's very simple when the operating system is applicable to, you know, unlimited areas of transformation. So how did I come up with this system? I'll just be real honest in saying that I personally felt out of control. I felt like every single obstacle in my life or challenge in my life was going to be solved from, you know, outside of me. I thought that I just hadn't found the right person or I hadn't found the right diet or I hadn't found the right tool. I never, ever looked within. I always thought that I was broken inherently, you know, at a disadvantage and that it was somebody else that was going to come save me. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. And I spent so much of my life kind of chasing things outside of me. And came to the realization, I am a life coach, I'm a certified life coach. And so through, you know, becoming certified through being a student of other influencers, um, I have really learned that it, it all starts from within, as you know, as your audience is learning that, you know, if you don't understand how to tap into the skills, the characteristics that you, that are inherent within you, it's not your fault. You're not broken. It's just that you haven't yet been taught. And so it really does kind of go back to, you know, our, our formal education system, as well as, you know, the cultures that we are brought up in. There's so much messaging that's contrary to just that, that has you believing that the solution lies outside of you, that, you know, you never knew <laughs> that there was any other way. So I, um, I like to, you know, bring forward this new understanding, this level of education that has people really tapping into their own self, understanding themselves in order to achieve their goals, in order to solve their problems. So the self-control operating system uses the acronym S-E-L-F, self. Um, so it's really easy to remember. It's really easy to apply. Um, it's really easy to assess, you know, what worked about that? What didn't work? What am I going to do different next time? Um, 
So again, no matter what it is that you're trying to overcome or achieve, you just need to understand yourself. And if that is um, confusing to you, you know, just be open to learning something new. And, you know, I started with applying it to the things that I was most challenged by, like overeating and over drinking and healing relationships. So that was, you know, the the genesis of the programming itself made you, but it's expanded into so many other areas of transformation, which is really, and it's constantly expanding as we bring on more coaches, they bring on their experiences and how to apply the operating system. And so our curriculum, our offerings just keep expanding. And so it's, it's really, really exciting because it helps so many people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love what you were saying, how it started out with you teaching women entrepreneurship, but it could apply to anything that you want, like health and fitness relationships. And when you start working with the mind and start working with yourself, as in everything begins within, like everything literally begins within everything mm -hmm. in your life. So yes, your career, yes, your health, yes, your relationships. Like once you learn to tap in within yourself, every area of your life can improve. It's just incredible once we really begin to understand that and internalize that. And so can we get into the control, the self-control operating system? So you said that the self is an acronym. So can you describe what are those four kind of pillars or areas? You bet. You bet. So the S of self stands for self-coaching. Now, what that means is asking yourself the art of asking yourself questions so that you become present. Now, this is all steeped in our the organ that resides between everybody's ear, that three pound organ called the brain. There's two parts of the brain. And, you know, we run by default off of our primitive brain. It's very reactive. It's purposeful, right? It's meant to keep us safe. It's meant to keep us alive. It keeps us breathing without having to think about it, you know, while we're sleeping, all those kind of things. But if we aren't aware of how the thoughts that it's offering us, you know, um, unfolds, you know, if we are reacting to fear-based thoughts that it almost always is offering us, then we often get results that we don't like. So if we're walking through the kitchen and there's a plate of cookies sitting there on the counter and we have this thought that looks good, I have to have one. You know, it's an unconscious thought. It's a very reactive thought. We've seen the cookie. We have that thought. And before we even know it, we've eaten the cookie and it might be running completely contrary to what our goal is of maybe losing weight, right? So and then you sit there and you scratch your head and you're like, oh my God, why does it feel like I'm eating against my will? Well, it's because you're operating from the part of your brain that's meant to keep you alive. It's meant to keep you safe. Unfortunately, when you're not in any danger, you're not in any danger walking through the kitchen. But if you're reacting to that thought, it's going to sabotage you. And so just asking yourself questions like, why am I feeling this urge? right? Like nobody asks themselves that question, but you have to first be aware of the feeling that's existing that has you behaving, picking up the cooking and throwing it down your throat. Like you have to have, you know, a little bit of presence, uh, you know, you have to have that 
heightened sense of awareness to be able to ask you, yourself that question. So asking yourself questions, the art of self-coaching is the S. The E is eliminating obstacles. Now, this is these are obstacles you can and cannot see. So the ones you can see might be as simple as maybe don't bake cookies, don't buy cookies. If you are somebody who wants to lose weight, that is a really obvious obstacle or get rid of the cookies if somebody's brought cookies to your home, right? Because your primitive brain is obviously stronger than the other part of your brain that I like to call your prodigy brain. That's your prefrontal cortex. That's the part of your brain that you can reason. You can actually ask, you can um, work with intention, operate from intention, but it's not the default part of our brain. So if that part of your brain is not strong enough, then eliminating obstacles, like having cookies around in the first place is a very helpful like step in the right direction. And a lot of us overlook that. So that's eliminating obstacles you can see. The ones you can't see are really more around the saboteur narratives that your primitive brain is offering you. And so we offer an assessment so that you have a better understanding of what saboteur narratives are most prominent in your life. And there's 10 of them. The one that's very universal is the judge. It's judging you. It's judging other people. It's judging circumstances. And when you're operating from those kind of judgmental thoughts, you're almost always going to create results in your life that you don't like. So having a heightened sense of awareness of what types of narratives you're operating from will support you in eliminating those. So the S is self-coaching. The E is eliminating the obstacles. The L is leveraging your prodigy brain strengths. Now, when you're operating from that other part of your brain that I like to call your prodigy brain, scientists, doctors will call it your prefrontal cortex, that is the part of your brain that allows access to the skills, the inherent qualities that most people don't know how to tap into, like empathy, like um, exploration or discovery, like innovation. These are all the kind of skills that you can tap into that only are afforded to you through your prodigy brain. So when you're feeling empathy, when you're feeling like you're able to innovate, you are operating from your prefrontal cortex, from your prodigy brain. That's when you can be intentional. It's a great place to be. But unfortunately, that's not the default. You have to be intentional. So using the self-control operating system, asking yourself high-quality questions, eliminating those obstacles, asking yourself, like, how can I empathize with this person? How can I empathize with myself? Like, what, you know, what are all of the factors in this circumstance to consider? Like, really looking at the bigger picture, knowing that you can tap into these certain characteristics, these skill sets, and it'll have you organically operating from your prodigy brain. So those, again, those skills, those characteristics are empathy, discovery, innovation, navigation, and activation. So leveraging those prodigy brain strengths. And then finally, the F is forging intentional results. Being intentional as much 
as you possibly can throughout your day, asking yourself, how can I be intentional? How do I like utilize best practices, the practices that I know are tried and true. So regardless of the circumstance, there's always going to be best practices, right? We don't need to be reinventing the wheel. We just have to be intentional. And so whatever the program is that our clients come to us for, whatever the obstacle is that they're trying to overcome or the goal that they're trying to achieve, if it's, you know, leadership or if it's, um, relationships, there's best practices involved, health and wellness. We believe that, you know, in order to be metabolically fit, um, limiting sugar and flour and expanding the time in between your meals is what's going to do it. It's going to uh, reduce your insulin levels. And we teach people how to look at the data so that they know if they're reducing their insulin levels and things like that. So there's best practices, but you have to be intentional about that. So forging intentional results is the F. These are all components that are available to you, but we forget, you know, without practice, you probably are hearing me hear this or hearing me say this right now. And you're like, oh, okay. So the SELF, I could probably remember that. My, what I would say is now you have to practice it. You know, insight is only 20%. That's why so many of us have bookshelves full of self-help books, but yet we're still sitting here experiencing the same problem. It's because you haven't applied and practiced, right? It's so the 80% of sustainable change is application and that's often overlooked. So, um, that's why self-made you is a teaching institution, an online school that teaches you these concepts, but more importantly, we come alongside of you and we coach you. We take your hand and we walk you through these applications over and over and over. So it becomes second nature so that you become somebody that you would consider self-made. You are taking responsibility for all of your results, whether they're unintentional or intentional. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Totally. Thank you for describing all of that. Um, it's perfect. And it like follows each other so perfectly. Um, when you were talking about the primitive brain and you were talking about the cookies and it made me think of, you know, the people who, if you open a bag of chips or if you have food in front of you, like you have to eat it. It just like, there's no way it could just <laughs> stay there and yeah. touch. And you just like, can't help yourself. And so I yeah. kind of appreciated, you know, the thought that like, oh, that's just my primitive brain. And so it's not really anything wrong with me. <laughs> like it's totally right. fine. But as you do these steps, um, the point is, correct me if I'm wrong, it's going to rewire your brain or almost like rewire yourself so that you can maybe sit there and have food in front of you and not even be tempted to eat right. it. Like, is that the goal with all of this? How long do people need to practice this and be intentional with everything that they do before it kind of like before they got it, you know? Yeah. Well, I will say that, you know, applied learning is the best type of learning. And so um, I do think you have to have an app, you know, you have to have a reason to apply this to really have it make sense. I will tell you, we have clients that come into like our self-made mind and body program and they want to lose weight and they've never understood why, you know, they yo-yo diet they lose a bunch of weight, they can, you know, follow the checklist and lose weight, but then they find themselves, you know, right back to where they started or even heavier 
in a matter of months? Well, it's because they were focused on the actions. They were focused on the doing and they never, ever got to the root cause of the actual problem, which is the way that they're thinking. It's the thoughts that, and so to answer your question, how long does this take? Some people like just the awareness that they're not broken, that this is actually the function of their primitive brain, that, you know, it's operating exactly the way God intended it to operate. It's just that you are not in a dangerous situation when, you know, food is around. It's that, you know, you're listening and you're reacting to those narratives that end up sabotaging you. And so exactly what you said, this is just my primitive brain. Sometimes that awareness shifts people's results like instantaneously. It's amazing. Some Sometimes people need more repetition. They need more application. You know, they need to better understand the nuances of it. And so ultimately, if you're committed to understanding yourself, it will happen. It'll absolutely happen. But nobody was taught, you know, while in school that understanding yourself is the key to unlocking the universe. And so nobody committed to that, right? They weren't even offered that. So um, yeah, it can take a little bit of time, but the time is actually to your advantage. Like having that opportunity to apply this operating system to everything in your life is only to your advantage. Like you are going to consistently like refine your way of operating. And that's such a beautiful thing. And so, um, yeah, it, it can take very, you know, various amounts of time, but I don't think that that really means anything because ultimately once you become somebody you consider self-made, you are operating in this way for the rest of your life. And, uh, it's not really about the things that actually manifest. It's, it's, more about the act of becoming like you're always in that state of becoming like you are somebody who's becoming self-made you are really intentional about what it is that you are thinking and feeling most of us would say the whole reason why we want something whether it's a certain number on the scale or a dollar amount in our bank account is because we think it's going to make us happy well i can teach you how happiness is available to you right now. And that shuts down that pursuit like right now. And that feels so good. It's so liberating. So it's, you know, understanding your brain first and foremost. And sometimes that can be the most freeing experience, especially for those people that have thought they're broken because it's not mm -hmm. true. They just haven't learned how to operate. Yeah, absolutely. And I love it because to me, like getting to know that, like the different parts of your brain and everything, it, it just brings like almost such a sense of like gratitude for what you are in the body and how everything reacts and how it's just, you know, it has an old programming like that goes back to like our ancestors, you know, it hasn't been updated yet, but it's just a survival mechanism. It's just like trying to keep us safe. Right. Um, like it just loves us so much. And so I feel like once you kind of, get that sense and just look at your body as like this system, you know, and you're yeah. in control of this body of a system. Um, it allows you to be able to get the results that you want that yeah. much sooner. 
Yeah. You really start to see how these neural pathways are so well established. We've thought these thoughts for years. So these neural pathways, you know, of course we are reacting without even thinking about it. Like these neural pathways are well established, but that doesn't mean they can't be replaced. Our brain is very, it. they call it neuro, neuroplasticity so that you understand that it's possible to retrain your brain. And it does take practice. I'd like to just Tell people, you know, you learned to operate in this way and this way only. We're going to unlearn that and we're going to teach you a new way of operating. So that's just, a, you know, the simple way of saying that we're going to, you know, leverage neuroplasticity. We are going to replace those neural pathways that have been well established after many, many years of thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. So when people come to you, do they already have a goal in mind or can people come to you just because they have a knowing that they want something more, but they're not exactly sure what it is, but they would love to learn more about themselves and about their brain and how to rewire and get maybe more satisfying results? Yeah, I would say, you know, we probably get more people who have a goal in mind, something that they really want to achieve and they've never been able to kind of get there. They've kind of always thought it's impossible. So we, I would say that's the majority of the people that um, become a student, but we also get the people who have really struggled with certain challenges in their life, like, um, you know, unable to lose or maintain um, ideal weight. Um, we get people who have really struggled with over drinking and they feel like, you know, it's held them captive that, you know, they are out of control when it comes to alcohol. Um, and then sometimes we do get people who just really want to better understand themselves. And so I'm glad you asked this question because we have, um, two different assessments on our website. Um, the first is called what's the matter. And that's for people who really don't know, do I have a goal that I want to achieve or a problem that I want to solve? And that will be kind of the launching point. Once we understand the way you're thinking, are you thinking about it? So take weight loss, for example. Are you thinking like, I have a goal to be 130 pounds, or are you thinking I'm 20 pounds overweight? Like, is it a goal? Or is it a problem? Either are fine. They're both great doorways to kind of, you know, go through. Um, But it tells me like where we're going to start. And so that's a free assessment. Do you have a goal to achieve or a problem to solve? And once that um, you've taken that assessment, then our website shows you exactly, okay, here's your next step. Um, So I feel like that is, you know, I had to, I put that out there because I did get a lot of people saying, you know, I'm not sure why this is important, but I really can't ask, answer your question of what is it that I really want? I do get asked or people tell me that a lot. I don't know what I want. And I'll take them through an exercise of looking at what it is that you don't want, because I can relate when you are really spinning out in this place of, you know, feeling out of control, like things are happening to you, 
They're certainly not happening for you. It's difficult to answer the question, what, what are your dreams? What are your desires? What is it that you want? And so you can also better understand what it is that you want through looking through that lens of what is it that you don't want. That will explicitly, in a very beautiful way, reveal what it is that you do want. So um, all roads kind of lead to Rome. I like to help people, you know, take the steps necessary to get there. And so we really start at these foundational levels. You know, um, a lot of people are very unmotivated. Well, the reason why you're unmotivated is because your basic needs aren't being met. So we start there. We reveal what are your basic needs? You know, what are your security needs? What are your health needs that are not being met? We start there and then we start working our way up. If you kind of, if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we start working our way up to becoming self-actualized or what I like to call self-made. But, you know, the, the law is, is that you have to be motivated in meeting these you know, foundational needs first and not jumping to, you know, some of the esteem needs without making sure that these basic needs are met. Because if you are jumping to meeting these esteem needs without meeting your health needs, it's not going to be sustainable. So really understanding yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, metabolically is a great foundational place to start because that's going to be a comprehensive transformation. So that's what we focus on at Self-Made You. We, we are not about checking boxes. We're all about making sure that people really understand themselves. I really love that idea of either, you know, having a goal or having a problem, which one are you trying to go after? I think it's, it's genius to look at that way. And I want to touch on when you were talking about, okay, if someone has a problem and they say, you know, I want to lose the 20 pounds, how much do you focus on the problem? I guess I'm thinking more in terms of energy and all of the mindset work that I do it is said, like, don't focus on the problem because if you focus on the problem, you're just going to get more of that problem. So at what point do you get people to reframe it uh, yeah. and then turn that into a goal? Very early on. Okay. <laughs> Very early on. Um, it's not necessarily into reframing it into a goal. It's just really understanding that the way they're thinking about it. So if they're thinking like, I'm, I've, I'm 20 pounds overweight and I'm always going to be overweight or I can't lose the weight and keep it off. Those thoughts or beliefs have now, you know, established this neural pathway. So by default, you're unconsciously, unintentionally thinking these thoughts, not your fault, but we want to make you aware of that because that is the root cause of why you are feeling defeated or unmotivated or overwhelmed, right? You are not going to change anything sustainably. You're not going to show up acting in a way that's going to get you sustainable results when you're feeling defeated, overwhelmed, or, you know, confused. Those are not the feelings that are going to drive sustainable results. So I want to show people, and I have, we call it the mind map. And so I show people how 
one plus two equals three every single time. It's just like math. But if you change the equation and now you have one plus three, you get a different result, just like math. And so I, I'm a very visual learner and I just assume everybody else is. <laughs> so I have visuals that I show people. We literally have the math equation. And then I give it to all of my clients and all of your listeners can download it for free off my website with a tutorial on how to use it. But it just clearly shows you when you're thinking this, you feel this, you show up this way and you create the results for yourself, period. That's just the way it all, it all unfolds. That's kind of the law of the universe. So if you change the way you're thinking, you will feel different and you will show up different. So we start right there. I mean, module one of every single program is understanding the mind math so that you release that blame. And you start leaning in and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> that's all I have to do. It's so simple, but it needs to make sense to you, right? You need to recognize how much control you actually have. So we make this so applicable because if I'm just sitting here giving you, you know, metaphors or analogies or stories of other people, testimonials, it's not going to be as meaningful if you can see your own life unfolding in black and white through this math equation. So yeah, we hit that hard right out of the gate. And like I said, often module one is where people are just like at mind blown. And eventually we get to the forging intentional results use, using best practices. And we get into more of the application and you're applying in a much different way. You're doing different things. It's not because you've been enlightened about oh my God, I never knew that, you know, eliminating sugar from my life was going to have me losing weight. No, you've probably heard that a million times. It's because you are thinking and feeling different. And now organically you're taking different actions that actually end up sustainable. That's, mm -hmm. that's the shift right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I love that you say that it's simple because we hear that so often, right? It's simple. It's just not easy. It could be right. very difficult. Right. So let's talk about, um, so the mind math, it sounds like, is it, you know, the thoughts plus feelings plus actions or what does that formula yes. look like? Yep. Yep. Okay. So your thoughts are what create your feelings hundred percent mm -hmm. of the time. Your feelings mm -hmm. do not come from anything besides what it is that you are thinking. All right. So it's really, it's your feelings plus your actions, you know, and the feelings are driving those actions are what creates your result, your experience, your life moment by moment by moment. So we have about 60,000 thoughts a day. We could like whittle this down to 60,000 mind math equations where you could see exactly how you are responsible or you can take credit for everything that you are experiencing circumstances are outside of our control, right? Like we can't control that today is Monday, but you certainly can control how you want to think about today being Monday, because that's the root cause of how you're feeling right now, how you're feeling is driving your behaviors. It's organic. It's not 
I'm sitting here having to think about it of what it is that I'm going to do. I'm going to do it against my will. Like that's not going to create anything sustainable. It's not going to create anything that you actually enjoy. We want your behaviors to organically be driven from motivated feelings, from wanted feelings, positive feelings, however you want to frame it up. We don't want them to be driven by unwanted or negative feelings because you will not like the results that you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What about how much do you also focus on trying to control those outside circumstances? Because I feel like that's probably something that a lot of people face, right? And I love the focus that you're putting on self-control because we can control ourselves. And I feel like when you start talking about this mind math and thoughts, feelings, actions, and when we do recognize that like, hey, it's only my thoughts that's creating the feeling, nothing else. And if something happens, it's my thinking about it that's creating the feeling, not that thing itself. But so many people get caught up in trying to control circumstances, to control other people. And so do you kind of offer that shift to some people when they enter your program? Yes. Yes. I mean, we spend the always the first module of every program and then group coaching on a weekly basis has a very strong emphasis on you know, how human we are. We are human beings. We all by default operate from our primitive brain. We all, you know, forget or unconsciously think we're going to control a circumstance. And that immediately makes us feel out of control because we can't control circumstances. We can't control what other people think. We can't control the day of the week. Uh, We can't control that that the scale right now is saying this number. Like those are all circumstances. And we are human beings. So that is going to happen. But it's through those experiences that we have this heightened sense of awareness. Like those experiences are all supposed to happen. We are supposed to feel negative feelings because that's what makes the positive feelings like that it contexts them. You wouldn't have any context for happiness, joy, ease, if you didn't experience like the opposite of that, of discomfort and um, the, the feeling of out of control or despair or confusion. So all of that is supposed to happen. And so life is 50-50 and we are human. We are going to experience the 50% that most of us would rather not. But if you can start to think about it as purposeful, as giving us an experience so that we have the contrast. That's what makes the, all of the positive experiences, like even that more delicious. Now the 50% that's arguably, you know, unwanted becomes, you know, very doable. Like I'm willing to feel it all because I know it has a purpose. So do my clients, even the ones that have been with me for years, still try to control circumstances? Yes, they do. But here's the difference. They intercept before the unfolding of that mind map, before they create results that they don't like, they are way more likely to intercept it early. So they just notice the unwanted feeling of feeling out of control or feeling overwhelmed or frustrated. And they they quickly shift into using that self-control operating system. So they start asking themselves questions. 
Like, what are the obvious obstacles that I could eliminate? Why am I feeling this way? They're connecting the feeling to the thought that they're thinking. How can I leverage my prodigy brain strengths? How can I empathize for this person who just said that about me? Right? I can't control what they just said, but how could I empathize with them? How can I empathize with myself? Of course, I'm feeling shattered because somebody was talking behind my back. Like I'm human. I feel betrayed. That's okay. Right? How can I empathize with them? Well, maybe they didn't know how that would make me feel. Maybe they don't have the capacity to understand. They're not enlightened like I am. Whatever it may be, that's how you empathize. That's how you tap in to those strengths that are only afforded to you by being in your prodigy brain. Now you're starting to realize there's a shift. You're not feeling betrayed, overwhelmed, frustrated anymore. It's very organic. But now you can recognize moment by moment I'm actually living the life of a person who's in control. I create my results with self-control. Totally different way of living. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds a lot like self-awareness is just kind of strengthened within this whole entire process, right? Because it's the self-awareness that allows you to be even to recognize some of those emotions and the thoughts that are coming up and then being able to stop yourself. Yep. Yes. A hundred percent. Like that commitment to being intentional really is the intention to be aware, to be present, to be like a lot of podcasters will say, okay, so where do we start? And I'm like, you know what? Look at your calendar. Look at the white space that you have today, or, you know, the open space that you have today, set your alarm on your phone. And even if you only have one opportunity to set your alarm, I want you to ask yourself, how am I feeling right now and why? Connect it back to the thought that you're thinking. That is the first step in the direction of self-control. You recognize that the only reason why you're feeling whatever it is that you're feeling in that moment is because of the thought that you're thinking, you're going to quickly start to recognize, oh my God. I have control over this. Like, and you just do that over and over and over. That's how you start to heighten your awareness is with that repetitiveness of, you know, being more mindful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you bring that up. You know, one of the questions that I like to ask when we're nearing the end of the interview is what's mm-hmm. one thing that people could do to start empowering themselves. And it sounds like that would be it. looking at that white space that you have and then asking yourself how you're feeling. And then why? Why yeah. am I feeling that way? So it's a, it's self-coaching. It's my sneaky way of teaching people how to self-coach. Um, so you ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling? And why am I feeling that way? The answer to that why is the thought that you're thinking very unintentionally, but now you've become aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Tracy, for everything that you've been sharing today. And do you want to let everybody know where they can find you if they want to connect with you and learn more? Yeah, you bet. So my website is kind of the one-stop shop. It will also give you the path to all the social media channels and all of our free resources, but selfmadeyou.com. So it's www.self-made and then the letter U.com. And like I said, you can like 
take all sorts of assessments and find lots of resources like the mind map and free trainings, and then find us on all the social media channels where we do a lot of coaching as well. Okay. Awesome. Really exciting. Well, thank you so much for all of the value that you shared today, Tracy. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. What a fantastic episode. How do you feel after all of the information we shared? Do you feel ready to really start doing the inner work and self-coaching yourself towards the life that you desire? I would love to hear about it. So please feel free to leave a rating and review of this podcast to let me know all about your takeaways. And if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, please go ahead and answer the question which I asked within the episode page itself. I had asked, what is your biggest takeaway from today's episode? And I would love, love to hear what you have to say and what you took away out of today. Okay, here are my five key self-empowerment takeaways for today. One, everything begins within. I mean, it's in the name of the podcast and we always talk about this. If we want something to change in our outside world, we first have to look within ourselves and make some adjustments, build some self-awareness to figure out what needs to be done within. Because once we start working within ourselves, we will notice the changes without. Two, help yourself reach your goals and desires by eliminating the obstacles. For example, if you have a problem stopping yourself from eating junk food when it's in front of you, which I think a lot of us do, we can just stop buying the junk food. Three, if you aren't sure what you want, start by thinking about what you don't want. So many of us have such a hard time finding what our goals and desires or passions are. I mean, there's so many, it's hard to just pick one. And it's also hard to tune out the noise to realize what is actually really true and authentic to us. But a great way to start doing that is to start looking at what we don't want. What is it in your life now that you would change? And maybe by looking at that, you will end up finding your goal. It's important not to stay in that state of just looking at everything that you don't want for too long. When you find what you don't want, flip the script right away into something that you do want. For example, if you're trying to lose a certain amount of pounds and you realize that, well then flip the script and start thinking about how much you would weigh once you have lost the pounds and focus on that instead. Always try to make your focus positive. Four, recognize that how you're feeling is based on your thinking. And periodically check in with yourself. Ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? It'll always be associated to the thoughts that you're thinking. Five, your feeling drives your behavior. And so when you build this self-awareness, you can clearly see the link that your thoughts generate feelings and those feelings generate your actions. And then ultimately your actions will create your results. So developing the self-awareness really allows you to become aware of how you are crafting your life experience. Speaking of self-awareness, have you accessed my free guide in which I outline five ways to start developing self-awareness? Self-awareness is really the foundation to all personal growth. It's really the starting point for all of us. If you're interested in downloading the guide, follow the link in the show notes of this episode and you will get it sent to your email. You can find all other links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes as well. Thank you. 
Thanks for being here. I hope you got just as much value out of today's episode as I did. If you feel called, please leave a rating and review of this podcast and share this episode with someone who you feel would benefit from the conversation we had. It's going to help us reach more people. And this is just one way that we can all help empower each other from the inside out.